I got a... hoodoo, I got voodoo, I got things I ain't even tried. I got doo-doo with my I got I mean, friends <laughs> on the other side. All right. The power of voodoo. Voodoo? You do. Yeah, what? Voodoo. Remind me of the baby. bitch. So, uh, I will say this. Check this out. I like how I just made two very different references, and Josh got one of them, I, and nobody got the other. I know that. Uh, uh, I mean, like the Princess my... and the Frog reference. Hey, there we go. Excellent. Yeah, never mind. I knew yeah, it. I, I just thought it was one. so obvious that I'm, everybody got it. I'm, I didn't want to call anybody out. I'm working on my Gleeman's tricks, so I pulled yes. out my old contact juggling ball, and I'm just gonna see if I can just. I am so I like how you did this Uh the other day, and then you just ended up chucking it across the room. (sighs) That was my favorite part. All right, it's another episode (laughs) of the Black Tower Podcast. (laughs) Conduct yourselves in an orderly fashion. It is time for your weekly dose of taint. It's time Josh, for, for the tape. last time, not every W has an H associated with I associate my with my and my But it's the Black Tower Podcast. It's illegal in six countries. It is a yeah, Wheel of Time say. podcast. That one does there have a There you go. You finally found one. It's time to taint it up with the boys from the Black Tower Thank you all for being here as I pour up my own ration of taint. My taint ration. Hashtag taint ration. Um, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Josh. Um, I like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain, um, and I am the Sauron Mahale at the Black Tower. I'm uh, Andrew. I'm your Bajan Mahale. And you'll notice I have the world's tiniest toe rocking flying around in my room. <laughs> um, he's known he's in cultivating a, a new nap. breed of toe rocking. <laughs> yeah. I've, it feels like it sometimes, dude. I swear. I, swear. I love how I you chose to... the smallest version of the biggest one. Not yes. just a rocking. It's the world's tiniest toe rocking. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's a couple of these little fuckers in here. Because um, I forgot to pour boiling water down my fucking kitchen drain just in case. Oh, no. It's like a southerner thing. Well, it's probably not just a southerner thing, but it's, it's one of those things that you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these fuckers, like, gotten, gotten kind of big. Like, you can see them on the wall from across the room. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Well, at least you're moving out soon, so you won't have to yeah, deal with somebody else that much longer. Indeed. And I am your Amon Khan Mahale, and I am dealing with no rocking. Uh, ah. Just the fact that my just rolling my uh, my solar panel that I bought the other day uh, gets two and a half hours of sun on our balcony, and no moss. <laughs> what is it? Word. What'd you get it to charge? Power banks, basically. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Uh, we're we're hoping to get a little off the off the power grid here, so we're trying to go ahead and do that. But as I said, it's it doesn't get quite the sun that it really probably should to actually get us. <laughs> that sounds like a great you know, meme. Goal like, zero. 
Like just like you <laughs> buy one power grid. Yeah, I'm off the uh, one solar panel. Yeah, I'm pretty much off the grid. Pretty much off the grid. Right. <laughs> it's such a great meme. You could say things are getting pretty serious. Indeed. And uh, yeah. last but certainly not least, we have an illustrious not member I'm Captain Planet, of but... the uh, of, of the friends but of the Black Tower podcast. We have our very lovely Sexy Morshadi, who is our fact checker, Mihail. He is here to check the facts and just be sexy. And he's killing both right now. Indeed, I hello, and I think you might need to unmute me on pay, on the uh, Discord as well. What? Because you, you should have the role. And Andrew Gate took away my rights because I didn't shut myself oh. up. Oh snap! Oh, no, you should snap. be able to unmute. You should be able to unmute. Nope. I just tried it. Oh shit! You do not have permission to speak in this channel. You do not. You will speak when spoken to. Well. Try it again now. Wait. Now try it. Wait. Nope. Wait. Wait. Now try it. Now try it. Log out. Log it out. Log it out. Log it in. Let me begin. Log it out. Yeah, that's... There it is! Hey, hey there, it is. there we go. Turn it off. I am Morshadi, your fact checker, Mahal, today's guest extraordinaire. <laughs> and Daniel, did uh, no one tell you that Sunshine is a uh, mythical beast on the west side of Washington? No, actually, the sad part is we've gotten a sh ton of sun in the last three days. I know. It's that's... just our balcony <laughs> that is just placed badly yeah, for no, this year's sun. Because while it is up for like at least 10 hours during the day, our balcony only gets it for two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah trying to get off the grid in western washington <clears throat> with an electric with a, with a solar panel is it's just it's just silly there you need to come to the east See, side i me. don't that's where you can get the grid i don't actually agree with that i my partner and i have discovered many days of sun in seattle to the point where both of us are like i know climate change is a thing and we just moved here recently so like we can't say we're experts on the weather here in seattle or anything but like People who are like, oh, Seattle's always cloudy. Did you, and no sun. Did you actually move raining. to Seattle? Like, or are you like accidentally like not in Seattle? No, we're <laughs> like, if you drop a pin, like if you go to Google Maps and you drop a pin in Seattle, listen, listen. you're like, I'd like that where hurts. where Google says your your Seattle is, we're like two blocks away from there. Josh, Josh, I've been uh, I've been cyber stalking Daniel just okay, like I did okay. you. I I'm I'm pretty sure I've got it narrowed down to a five block radius. Um, am I in Seattle? Yeah, yeah, you are. You're you're you're, 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 you're like just just west of it. Yeah. Um, and just just east. Oh man. Oh oh. Cyber stalking not paying off my yeah. VPNs. Maybe. Everybody, get yourself NordVPN and you'll stop cyber stalking. <laughs> <laughs> NordVPN, uh, sponsor of the Black Tower podcast. Get yourself, anyway, hello. Thank you so much, guys, your, for having me today. Get yourself NordVPN and you can look at porn sites when you're in Utah again. Yeah, That's no also kidding. true. Also true. Use a proxy. So, hey, All right. So, hey, NordVPN, we know you're listening. Uh, don't you want to sponsor us? We're super good at ads. We're super good at marketing for you. NordVPN, hey, uh, Jeff Bezos. Well, all Utah's really trying to do is they're trying to get 
the caliber of acting in porn films to skyrocket. Because then you're watching a regular movie that just happens to have sex scenes and not porn. Exactly. That's so like, what we're uh, trying to say is hire London Rivers. That's it. That's it. Wait, we need, we need has London it been about be 30 seconds since we looked at our lemon tree? <laughs> yeah, well, mean, obviously, we, we all know what we're ta- you're talking about. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, Andrew, all if, right. if the people are feeling tired and sluggish and just don't have a lot of get up and go, what should they do about that? Get up and get the fuck out. <laughs> or, alternatively, if that's not an option... You should go over to w.gg and get yourself some W Energy Mix. GG. W.gg. You can use code BTP as in Black Tower Podcast. And you can get 10% off of your order of not already 10%? discounted products. They've got a 10%. bunch of flavors. They got a bunch of flavors, and your purchase does help what we do here at the Black Tower Podcast. And use code BTP or look in the video description or podcast description. There's a link there. But if you're looking for uh, things that are for energy that is jitter free um, and isn't going to come with any of that crash that tastes great and dissolves really well in your shaker cup. And if you don't have a shaker cup, you can get one of W shaker cups and they have anime girls with double D's. Bro. That's true. Do it. Get it. That is a thing. Two of them. One for each titty. One for each one. But it's fantastic. Take as directed until you know if you can handle a little more energy. Don't be like Josh. Don't treat it like the world's like weakest pre-workout and do like three scoops or whatever. But <laughs> it's fantastic stuff. I've had the uh, that was what a flavors have I had. I had the uh, the 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 beach one. That was why I was looking at the flavors. I should do that, right? There's oh, look, a I go there so often. I just play, or yeah, peach I've got or something. That one. Blue raspberry, Dragonade, Dragonade, Dub Sludge, which was the green apple flavor, which was really good. So yeah, I've got the Dragonade Energy one. I've got the Beach and Peach uh, one, and uh, the other one I got was like a sweet tea flavor that it doesn't like is on their site anymore. Well, maybe they got. I don't see it. Oh wait, no, the Beach and Peach. No, yeah, no, there was a there was a sweet tea one that's not there anymore. Huh. Um, Well. (laughs) <laughs> missed out because the beach and peach is like a mango white peach cooler yeah, uh, and it is delicious good. as well um, um and if you don't know which one you want they do have a sample packs that you can get um and starter packs maybe the samples will come back they do run out of stock very fast that just goes to show you how good it is everybody keeps coming back and getting more uh so go and check them out again code btp 10 percent off is. helps with what we do here there it is all right, and now Eat I forgot to do pepper. this earlier. What pepper am I eating? Oh, oh, I'll tell you. I forgot to do this yeah. earlier, so we're doing this now. See, we made a mistake by monetizing because people decided to weaponize you, that. 
Do you and, guys not uh, remember the first time you monetized, you monetized the charity stream? And I did. No, they have a tendency to do that hair. every time money's involved yeah. with us. It seems. We're whores. That's why. I mean, that's that's true. Yeah. Say, we lost. Uh, we lost it, hair it that time. Yeah, we didn't. But that none of that money went to us. That was charity. Okay, that was that, that went out. to a noble cause. Uh, that's true. We work hard for the money. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I, I did say, the like, packy for one half chip of the challenge, next day. And that for half of the next day, my burps tasted like fucking half spoiled relish. Dude, that the packy one chip challenge was, was rough. Just it was all pain. There was no flavor. There was no happiness. It was all pain. It was the worst. The absolute worst. Uh, yes, as as Leia Roof Mistress in chat says, we'll do stupid shit for money. She is absolutely correct. We will. Uh, that is yeah. just the pretty much her motto of who we are. That's also my retirement plan. I'm just going to sit on the side <laughs> of the room with a sign that says we'll do stupid shit for money. Perfect. Perfect. And then about two seconds down the road, I'm going to have somebody else with a sign that says my name is stupid shit. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Tonight, Daniel. What are we talking yes. about? Yes. Oh, actually, we should like protect the people. We should Ashaman protects. Ashaman uses protection. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> would you protect the people, please? <laughs> sure. Here we go. Welcome to the Black Tower. This is your spoiler condom. If you have not read the complete works of Robert Jordan, The Wheel of Time, books 1 to 14, and also New Spring, big bad book of white arts, and The Companion, you are at risk of being spoiled. Spoilers come with side effects. These side effects may include headache, nausea, vomiting, death, dizziness, vaginal or penile eruptions and ejaculations, dysentery, cardiac arrhythmia, mild heart explosions, varicose veins, darkened stool, darkened souls, more vomiting, arthritis, hemorrhoids or diabetes, virginity, mild discomfort, vampirism or werewolfism, gender inequality for the whole planet, spontaneous dental hydroplosion, sugar highs, even more vomiting, or maybe just a mild rash. If you cannot deal with these side effects, please leave now for fear of spoilers. You have been yeah, I, I wonder what WebMD page he got that, that all from because... I, you know, Rob did so I, uh, good. Yeah, that that's... A, um, yeah, the lycanthropy got me because like, I didn't know you could <laughs> get that from spoilers. The dental hydroplosions oh, gets me. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh no, it's different. It's werewolfism or vampirism. I like anthropy. Werewolf, werewolfism. 
which I imagine is just like a case where like a werewolf finishes on you and then wherever it hits, you start growing a lot of hair, like a really weird fertilizer. Is that where the you'll get Harry Paul's thing it. came from? Wait, so it could be. Is that the. Because, you know, you throw up your hands to protect yourself. All things are based in, like, myth and legend, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. I think we should. I should. I think we should. Daniel, what are we talking about tonight? (laughs) Not that is the answer (laughs) to the question. I mean, it is entirely possible that we will throw that into the subjects for other days, but we have a thing today, and it's actually a very interesting topic Which that one? I would oh, like to discuss. <laughs> so, if the uh, gentleman from Washington State would be so kind. <laughs> yes, he's already talking. Uh, excuse he has me, sir. The floor. Excuse me. He's, the gentleman from Washington State. The, uh, the non gentleman, also from Washington State, <laughs> has yielded his time. <laughs> That's the new sound effects I need. I need, I just need like the gavel sound and then just like some random voice being like, the gentleman's time has expired. <laughs> oh my God. Do here, we here. need a gavel? We, need, we can I, use my, I feel like we, we can use my gavel for our channels in. Uh, at uh, uh, Watcon. At Watcon. Yeah, so come to Watcon. See us. We'll have gavels and shit. There you go. All right. Order. Wouldn't Why be the first thing that you gentleman from North Carolina has not been recognized. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. People recognize me like twice at JordanCon. All right. And then I disappear. No. All right. All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's get into the meat. All right, guys. Let's get into so... the meaty meat. The marrow. Yeah, today we are talking another metaphysics talk. Uh, Last week we did what is channeling and talked about sort of the actual physics of it. Uh, And today we're talking about the metaphysics behind things in the Wheel of Time. And today's topic is very, very interesting in terms of how much influence does the wheel actually have? How much agency do humans actually have? And how much of what they do has been planned from the start? Uh, It's basically, do you make the stupid decisions that lead you on your own path and sometimes end up being good for people? Or was everything that you've ever done smart, stupid, or otherwise, set in your path already, and the wheel will change the path that you need to walk based on its own machinations. So are so you I wanna, cosmically I talk accountable about that for your actions Ooh. or not? Or did because the this pattern is, this is make one you thing... do it? Yes. So I this is this is part of what I want to talk about here because this is a thing that actually gets talked about a lot both in sort of real life as far as um, Calvinism in Christianity and other uh, things along that line of predestination, uh, not actually having free will and really just being at the mercy of gods or 
entities that are more powerful than you um or having your own agency to make decisions and that is what makes both good and bad things happen in the world um and this is one of the things that has actually talked or that a lot of people have talked about about the wheel of time because for example we have characters that are Taviran. And Robert Jordan is actually relatively clear about the fact that Taviran are people who are Taviran are people too woven out by Yes, they are. But they are woven out by the pattern to accomplish things the pattern needs them to be to get done. But there are other people who do amazing things that influence things the pattern needed done, but aren't technically Taviran, i.e. the Emmonsfield Five, three of which being Taviran, and two of which not being Taviran. Now, interestingly, in this discussion, there are two pieces of this that are important. Uh, I do want to throw out there that... Uh, Robert Jordan has actually said in interviews that he should have made Nynaeve and Egwene Taviran. Now, what that means, as far as why he said that, is still a bit of a mystery. Because that is the line that we have gotten from him, but not a whole thesis on why he should have made them Taviran and what exactly that would have meant for their stories and, you know, what exactly that changes about their characters. But he has said it. And, importantly, in the TV show, they seem to claim, albeit a an unreliable narrator in Moraine, that Egwene, at least, and also probably, if not definitively, Nynaeve is also Taviran. So they basically bridge the gap between the story that we were told and what Robert Jordan said that he probably would have done or probably should have done in the story. Now, again, whether that means that the TV show is actually getting Robert Jordan's wishes correct by doing with the characters what he wanted to, it is impossible to say. No idea, and I'm not claiming that they are getting the story more correct because of this thing, but they are doing what Robert Jordan said he probably should have done by making them Taviran. Um, So, let's talk a little bit about Taviran for a moment, because I think this is the crux of the talk. Uh, Now, we can go into other stuff, and I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff going on, I want to first ask our panel. In the books, they are very clear that there are two general possibilities of what Taviran means. It is either someone who is so powerful at changing the pattern that their decisions change other threads around them when that's not really supposed to be true. And therefore, they actually have a shit ton of agency because they are actually making decisions for more people than just themselves. They are making decisions for the pattern. The other school of thought is that Taviran are actually completely lacking in agency because the pattern pushes them to make all of their decisions 
and they don't actually do anything themselves. They are forced down a path by the pattern that wove them out in the first place. So we'll start with more shoddy because he's our guest. And I think he probably has a lot of thoughts about this. He's already Uh, started in the chat. What are your thoughts? With his well, actually. What are your thoughts uh, about... Severin and their meaning for this particular so, sort of predestination here's, or here's, here's agency or whatever into, conversation. Get into a, a thing. <laughs> Taviran are nothing more than a tool that the pattern uses to course correct an ultimate an ultimate or standard plan. The pattern isn't sentient in any way, as is what I just posted. Uh, but there is a natural balance to the entire weave, where it is supposed to be. And that's what Tavirin right. is supposed to do. It's supposed to course correct. The dragon is a massive Tavirin that's supposed to course correct against the dark one ex- escaping, because that happens every single cycle. Uh, the other Taviran around him are supposed to go and help that. The natural function of a Taviran essentially is to just, as we've seen in the in the books, is to drag along everything around them to pull on those threads. Whether or not they have that agency. Uh, what they're doing is creating massive if-then statements, essentially. If they are going to do this, what they are then going out, what they're doing is then rippling out to the rest of the rest of the pattern, rest of the world. Um, and so they could. They could just do nothing, but we've seen what happens when they do nothing. The p- things ripple out from them to then force them to do something. What ended up happening? We saw that with Perrin. We saw it with Rand. Just for example, we saw it with Rand in The Great Hunt. He but did we nothing saw that for how long? And then he got Perrin. more and more and more invitations. Why? Because the pattern required that he needed to get up to these these levels because it required the city to be devastated in terms of the government to be weak for later on a strong care hen would not have fallen most likely as easily but it was necessary for the pattern to be in sure oh okay yeah i know here, you're going to hate the last one I make. Those Trust are me. a lot of intense <laughs> statements that I ultimately, do not agree with in any way, shape, or form. But continue. The pattern <laughs> will throw oh, as many Tavirin as necessary. <laughs> as For me? And what I think? Everything <laughs> as balanced as possible. Here is the last statement I'm going to give you that may, may throw you into a loop. If the dragon had died... For whatever reason, the last battle would still have continued, and a massive amount of Taviran would have been would have emerged. 
just to course correct and to still win. The seal might have happened still. It may not have been perfect and would have continued on to the next age until the dragon could be reborn to correct the seal. But. Okay. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. So in this question, I I actually have a couple of questions because I just want to under just clarifying questions Mm -hmm. to make sure that I understand and everybody else understands so I, I'm curious when someone says what the pattern needs and the pattern does it mostly what I've heard is basically what you're saying as far as the pattern is on a particular trajectory. And so to achieve that trajectory, it goes ahead and shoots yeah. out Deviren and things that it needed or that it needs. So you are effectively agreeing with that, that the pattern is not sentient, but at the same time in the, uh, yeah, it does. In the desire to course correct towards a particular course, it does need to do something. Well, well, think about it like this though. Think about it like this though. We've got a wheel, we've got a loom and we've got a pattern Who's the weaver? The weaver is the creator. So the creator. Well, that's can, that's that, an argument that uh, people have about whether the creator is. I even mean, there yes, all, there, so. there is that, but I'm just saying there has to be a weaver <laughs> that is that is <coughs> observing the pattern and the way it's turning out. And the only person I could think who would be a valid weaver for the pattern of ages would be the creator especially in the situation in which this entity would be actively fighting against the dark one because the pattern is it's just the pattern it's a written record like that's it but who is in charge of weaving those threads? Now you can say that each thread being woven into the pattern is woven by their own agency. So you've got the different threads yeah. going and they're cool. But then you've got a Taviran that pops out. And as Daniel said, you've got sort of a Taviran sandwich. You've got the active influence upon the pattern around them. Or you have a passive influence in which I don't know what I need to do. So I'm going to go do that thing. And the pattern goes, no, the fuck you're not. And so it it right. kind of gets it gets a little fucky when we start talking about these kinds of things. But I feel like there has to be yeah. another entity involved here, which I will hitherto for re- refer to as the weaver of the pattern. Sure. And just like the fates in Greek mythology, they don't necessarily control the thread of a life, but they do choose <laughs> when that thread is ended. Well, and the uh fuck you josh i was gonna make oh (laughs) well so so here's a new question i and i want to get into josh's thoughts in in just a moment and this is probably a good place to go in there but but here is the question now now for josh i'm going to ask you for the moment anyone else can answer this later when they're sort of talking about their do the fates decide when the the thread gets cut or do the fates cut the thread? 
when it's supposed to be cut. Do you, I mean, do you that, see the distinction that, there? That's, a, that's kind of, I, I view that as a circular question. Did you do this because you needed and here's, to do this? And, and, or did it need to be done and so you did it? And think about it, the pattern like, and the, the creator's a hard one. Because oh my gosh, it's almost like to veer it. For the longest time, the creator has absolutely no, <laughs> he, he's hands off, right? Doesn't take a direct interaction except for, you know, the two times he did. Like... <laughs> Uh, but I see, I see, I see it. I see the pattern. Mm-hmm. If you look at it as the weave and and, and that thread, <laughs> as taking the it was due time, kind of man. Like how water uh, falls into the lowest point and always follows that easiest path. It's always going to want to follow into this balance, and it's always going to course correct into that balance, and it uses Taviran as that course correction to get back into that balance because. What is this entire series about? Balance. Even the dark one is part of that balance. Well, so my question for you now, actually, no, no, I will, I will wait on questions later. That is a relatively good summation of your thoughts, as far as I can tell. No, no, go anymore, Shadi. Great. Uh, did, is there anything else that you wanted to go ahead and say in the answer to that question, or uh, is that a good stopping point? Fantastic. Josh, you started talking a little bit about seemingly your thoughts on this in some ways, uh, and then I <laughs> you know, had to ask a question because it's my want to do. Uh, but... Go ahead and give us your thoughts as far as this uh, this whole thing is concerned. Um, and uh, yeah, just take it away. Take it away with your thoughts. Well, I mean, I I will say, like, I want to make sure I want to make sure we're being very very clear here. This is not the age old uh, discussion of destiny, right? Is it destiny? Was it fated to be? This is not that discussion. This is very specifically. Who says? Taviran. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I will. I will just. I just want to recap this piece in the books because I feel like it kind of encompasses yes. what we're talking about. Perrin is marching Matt, through the mountains. Actually. Marching. I can't. I can't remember where he's going. I can't remember what book it is. But he meets up with Varen, and Varen is like, "Aha! So you're Matt. the son of a bitch." That's kept me trapped here in this village for the last month. And Perrin's like, whoa, easy lady. I literally, Matt, Matt, it's Matt. Yeah. Matt's like easy lady. <laughs> yes. I just rolled into town. Like for real, you need to chill. And she's like, oh no, 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 no. This is you 100%. And he's like, how the hell can I keep you here when I'm not even here? Didn't even know I was coming here. And she just gives him that like, Rye Varen twinkle of a smile and is like, Well, you're Taviran, aren't you? <laughs> and then proceeds to explain how literally every single time she tries to leave that You're Taviran, yeah, ain't you? You're Taviran, ain't you? Every time she tries to leave that city or village or whatever it is, something happens to include like the inn she's staying at, like burning down. And she can't ever stay yep. in one place long enough to learn the area in order to travel away. So she finally gets to the point where she goes, okay, I can see, I can, I can see the actual, you know, metaphorical writing on the wall here. I'm not going anywhere. 
And when she made the decision to stay until she could see what the pattern wove for her, she was able to be like, oh, there's a Taviran. And it's Matt. And Matt, of course, is abhorred by this. But I feel like I feel like this is a good thing because in this particular situation, Varen, in essence, didn't have the free will or the agency to leave this village. She was, in, a, in essence, trapped there until Matt arrived to fulfill the action that needed to happen. Um, a great, another great example of this is uh, Doctor Who kind of covers this, where they say that these are like solid moments in time. They must happen, <laughs> otherwise time itself unravels. <laughs> and he who comes with the wine is in the chat right now going so destiny and i'm not angry at it it happens but how far does that destiny go is it a point in time that needs to happen in a certain way or is it a long string of choices is it a long string of did the pattern prevent Aaron from leaving well, so that she could talk to matt matt or did the pattern prevent Varen from leaving because Varen needed to, could could that meeting have happened elsewhere, or did it need to happen there at that time? Which I believe is the well, also, crux of where my, we're trying to get to. My clarifying question here is, how much coincidence is acceptable? And how much do other people's choices actually come into play? Because <laughs> we know... That Taviran are, that they do mess with things. They absolutely mess with things. There will be a baby that falls out of a building eight stories up and lands on the ground and has no visible damage on them at all and survives the fall. And then a 30 year old super. But that's not messing with things. Will walk that's not messing down with the street, that is trip the, over that, a rock. It's not messing with things. That is the, that is his the neck. improbable percentage of it happening. That's messing with things. <coughs> like Matt Spice. Well, but again, it's. No, it's messing with things because the probable thing is that that happens one in every billion because times he, that because he's because he's would occur pulling on those and it's rippling and out. then yes. in a town it happens five he's times while Rand's there. Well, because yeah, because like you know what I mean. So I'm not saying he's amplifying problematic or he's amplifying probability with. Andrew, Andrew, smear us. It doesn't necessarily mess with anything because just because something is improbable doesn't mean it's impossible. Smear this bagel. Smear this bagel. Messed with so, it implies it's being you're yeah, being you're, cheated. You're, the, the probability it's, is being manipulated. It's, it's bending. So it's being messed with. But the rules no, are still no. being played. You know, played as it, as it. I'm trying to think of the right just, way to explain this because the verbiage matters here. Change things yeah. that aren't written <laughs> sound that we can't or. <laughs> Okay. Now, I mean, you can say like messing with things. That that sticks with like if you want to go with the 
the broad right. definition of something else had an effect on something else, then yeah. Well, that now we're getting into it. Because a something cause, had to a affect causality, a cause and effect type. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought we were talking about werewolves. Um, but no, to uh, what I think I can remember the original <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> not not that original question. <laughs> um, no, I agree with Marshawn. Too far back. Um, Too far back. I agree with Marshadi. Um, I said, and I think the last time where we started to talk about this and we thought about it, this being an episode, um, I mentioned it then that while they're Tavir and they have no agency, they don't. Because I remember that, like, that was an express reason, reason why I liked that Egwene and Nynaeve were yes. not themselves inherent Tavirin. Um, because it leaves their accomplishments to their own. It doesn't mean that every accomplishment by Rand, Matt, and Perrin isn't theirs. But the distinction then has to come from when are they actively Tavirin and when are they not Tavirin. Because being Tavirin ebbs and flows. I'm not going to say what I was just going to so say. So if the, if the pattern isn't actively working on Rand, Matt, or Perrin at the time they do something, then that is 100% absolutely their unique and individual accomplishment. But if it is happening during an instance in which they are Tavirin, it is their Tavirin nature that is propelling this to happen, they don't have that individual control and agency. Because whether the pattern is forcing their specific thread or forcing the threads around them like a gravity well, pushing them in one direction or another, you're not making your own decisions. So do you think there's like some like Zen dude, like some like, I don't know, some Zen guy, who's just like Master Ugwe, right? And he's like just doing his Tai Chi mm. Zen minutions, and he's like, oh, I'm Tavirin. Pattern, what do you have? Oh, okay, I'm going over there. And like just doesn't even like, doesn't even like Josh, question Josh. it. It's just like the they're, pattern. They're- I know. I'm one with the pattern, the pattern, with the pattern with and the pattern is with, with pattern. me. The pattern is with me. That, that's, oh, yeah. that's what the t- that's and what I'm the sure there are incredible examples be, where that works out well, and like deadbeat think, examples. Like, where yeah. like, like I am Tamirin. Look at me. What? Yeah. I mean, well, that's what they tried to be, but yeah. But I mean, so. I think of it, it in the same way. So the but well, I think of it in in two two ways. So the Tavirin, I think of almost like a like gravity wells, um, or just objects that have um, really just gravity waves with varying densities. It doesn't make physical sense in our in our world, but it's the only way I can try to think of to in more scientific terms explain something inherently not scientific. Um, as far as we understand, it could just be that advanced where it is, where we think it's magic and it's not. Anyway, um, that like Morshadi was talking about earlier, the effects of Tavirin ripples out throughout the rest of the pattern. Um, and the closer in proximity you are, just like the closer you're in proximity to a celestial body with higher density, the more gravity it has, the more impact it's going to have on you. Um, that's why we're able to take satellites and give them gravity assist when they're going past certain planets so they can turn without using as much of the, the propulsion fuel or whatever happens to be on them whenever we're sending them into deep space or wherever. Um, 
So I think of the Taviran a lot like that, just with like essentially variable densities. So therefore variable gravity. Um, it can always be reduced to none or it could be increased to be the, the, the strongest gravitational body uh, in existence, essentially like a black hole of affecting the rest of the pattern. But as for the overall pattern construction itself, I think of it like a computer program with parameters and its main directive is survive. Okay. Um, and so it's got these certain parameters that, that help it identify when things are going too wrong or when things are going too right. And as part of its correcting program, when I say things are going too right, like the side that's pushing for good and a total elimination of evil is doing too well because for 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 continuity and for for a truly conscious livelihood you need evil and you need good as you can't as have rand learned one in the, the final other. battle yes one cannot exist without the other yeah um so you have this this kind of program that's acting on the world and this is what's going to be identifying when taviran are needed and how strong are the taviran needed and where are they most optimally placed and when is it best to surge their taviranness and when is it best to let it wane off or get rid of it entirely um and to that effect if the pattern's ultimate goal is survival and survival generally indicates balance for the pattern to continue its its mainstay existence from the moment of creation then no it makes i, I think it would make total sense and be a fair logical conclusion to if the dragon as this kind of ultimate antivirus or whatever, um, this ultimate like algorithm to restore everything to a status quo or whatever, to a balance, that the pattern would just instead set out a bunch more worker bees to do what the dragon can't if he dies. Right. So I think that's fair. Well, so now I have a couple of follow-up questions on that because I think these are these are kind of important. And this goes back to Morshadi's initial postulation and Andrew bringing it back on bringing it back up. Um, can Taviran be... If you are not a Taviran when you are born, can you be a Taviran later? Because it's just a situation of just because you showed no signs of being a Taviran doesn't mean it can't flow back into you or flow into you in general, even if it's just been in an ebbed state your entire life or are there actually or would the pattern actually take longer to pull out more Taviran because you need to be uh, born Robert Jordan, and I actually posted this Robert Jordan specifically said no one is like born is, sorry let me let me restate this question are you born a Taviran or not born no. a Taviran question no question for you You are Taviran when the pattern okay. needs you to be Taviran, which call yeah. back to what you were saying earlier, Marshadi. I see <laughs> so, the, so, the so connect like, the dots line of logic that you were going there. And I'm I'm not I'm not angry at it. <laughs> so So what you're saying is that the basically all of the Taviranness that was centered in the dragon would be rippled out to everybody else and each uh, or a lot of other people would have a lower to nature the number that I, would push right, in 
to the dra- again the last I mean, battle to, to replace to the Tavirinness that was lost with the dragon if he dies. If for whatever reason Rand dies, he is no longer there. Obviously, no one can be reborn as you know immediately as mm-hmm. an adult. Um, the the pattern would need a massive course correction, right? Massive course correction. The only way you can do that is those pieces that are already on the board. Well, like Tam, Taviran, Lan, Taviran, Egwene, Taviran, Nanade, Taviran, massive little Taviran's, Oliver, Taviran. Like because what they're doing is so massively important that that everyone has to win right at this moment. They would, yeah. Okay, so now, now I have a new question, yes. because this is actually very important. Yes. Um, in the books, it very much clearly states that Rand, Matt, and Perrin are Taviran. That Arter Hawkwing was a Taviran. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. Because they are. In there the are a number of other people who you actually just mentioned there that do incredible things. Again, are like, you I said, saying, Tavir, like, like, like I said, that like it I is said, because, they are oh, still, so you're actually saying that it's because they are around Taviran oh, that they God. do those things. They have been not because oh. they're actually doing them. While they're in that sphere yes. of influence, yes, there are. So they also lack agency well, like Varen did when Matt was approaching the village. Doing. Which is why, I, which is why they may still have which some never, agency, which is why but it'd be like limited. Uh, it could be anywhere from shit at the end. Uh, almost no agency. Because he fulfilled exactly what he needed to do at the depending end on the proximity of the pool. Because Egwene needed to oh. suffer that at the end to be able to do what she needed to. Like at the end, the last battle <laughs> needed to happen exactly what needed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Okay, so yes. basically what you're saying now is that Gawain was <laughs> no. needed by Egwene, who was needed by the dragon. No. Taviran adjacent. And the so the dragon <laughs> made Egwene do a thing the after it made Gawain The pattern do a thing. by virtue of being influenced by oh, Taviran. Oh, okay, so it didn't do that. I would, I would say... Actually, I would think that by it's very the, possible, by the yeah, last because battle, he's the outside of the pattern. The well, his consciousness is outside of pattern. His body to be nature. Yeah. He, he had no, he's no, he's outside the pattern. Play. It is. Yeah. So I think the. But that's not to say that, like, wait. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not to say that, like, the previous impacts. Because the thing is, again, think of a gravity assist for like these satellites that, like, we sent out these telescopes. Once they yeah. go past the gravitational pull of, let's say, they're yeah. turning by Jupiter, because when at Jupiter, make a slight left Yo. turn, they continue straight on that trajectory and, until enacted upon by another force. So there's nothing to say that the impact that ran as the big Tavirin, um doesn't put Egwene potentially on a course to be Amalyn. And let's say that after yeah. she becomes Amalyn, that Rand's severe nature um, no longer affects her. 
the Omerlin seat would still be on a direct trajectory for conflict at the last battle. And there's nothing to say that trajectory doesn't continue yeah. on yeah. to her, her facing choices within, and repairing her, well, the entirety well, well, of the pattern can, from Balefire. Her choices God knows every Randit other person. <laughs> her choices within okay, the so spheres of influence are not question, to because I actually think this is are their own choices. Go for it. And if Egwene had decided... You know what? I'm just going to decide to go fuck off with Galad and Gawain and just could be in a polyandry relationship. She probably could have chosen that These are just at a choices. certain point. This is a choice. Because the pattern would have been like, okay, well, you know, something else will, will, will fold in. Just a choice. And it, will, it, it, will, it will go in. Just like when someone is bail-fired and that thread burns. The pattern's going to readjust and, re, and, and reintegrate at a certain point. But at a certain point, it's too late. Her own sphere of influence in the pattern is too okay, big. So new, because now new her question. thread in the pattern is influencing others. Her weave is also weaving other people. Okay, so now... Now I think that's well actually a really, in, said that a really important question. Are we actually sure that Perrin and Matt yes. are Taviran? Because Robert Jordan said only by they, they are actually Taviran. <laughs> because they and not because Robert Jordan said so. How can you tell? <laughs> I would be absolutely fine. I would be absolutely fine if it came out that only. Yes. Mm-hmm. But. But I would well, be absolutely but, fine if okay, it came out that no, Rand no, 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 was no, no. the only Taviran. That would be great. That, I, I would hate so that. no, but but think about think about this. We just determined yeah. that Gawain does something because the pattern needs Gawain to do something so that Egwene does something so that it can help the dragon. Right? Is so that I, a force my... actually pushing on Gawain, or is that a force being pushed on Egwene and then affecting Gawain? Because if Matt and Perrin are actually Taviran, then presumably they would be able to say, hey, dragon, go fuck yourself. I can go do whatever I want. But instead, they are actually the two who are the most pulled into Rand's sphere. And therefore, they have some of the least agency as far as Rand is concerned. So there are no they actually Tiberian, or is Rand is. the they, okay, only no, I, Tiberian? If I may, if I may, hold, hold, story, on, jo- hold on, hold and on, Josh, everybody hold on, else just looks like Tiberian <laughs> because well, they're okay, closer no, and closer you, you to Rand. Right, you something very interesting. <laughs> no, no, let Josh answer. No, let Josh answer. You got to answer last time, more shoddy. But. Yeah, Swan, Sanche, and well, I think Gosh. Swan, but Loghain, uh, there are other people who have the ability to see Taviran, which is what just sparked my mind. So, yeah, who told them that? Do we have. No, do we who have. Who told them that? Who fucking told them that? Do Josh? we have instances in the books <laughs> where X person sees the Taviran? <laughs> Other than Rand, because off the top of my head, the only one I can see right now, I, I can think of two examples. One, Loghain looking at Rand and being like, which I believe is what they were trying to do in the TV show when Loghain saw Nynaeve. Because when Loghain sees Rand, he sees 
like a blazing sun up on the wall. The and then um, mm-hmm. when we do, he sees Nynaeve in the show. He like a blazing sun, yada yada. But the only other thing we get we is Not when Min sees them all and says, "You're all a part of it, all of them." But in there, well, no, we have one included more: Moraine and Land okay. and yeah. uh, Tom. Tom. They're and, all part of it, but yep. none of they're not all severe. So in Faldara, Suan does have the talent of being able to see Tavirin. And she not only meets with Rand, that's the meeting we see on paper. She also Correct. meets with Matt and Perrin. And in between her meeting Matt and Perrin, or either after Rand, she talk her and Moraine talk about how all three of them are oh, strong to Tavirin. Mm-hmm. So confirmation. So it's not on paper. But now. if you don't believe it's real, then you also believe men is a sexy <laughs> lamp and you can exit stage fuck off of the podcast. All right. Now, are All they right. Tavirin because they're Tavirin? Or well, are they Tavirin because Randy needs them to be Tavirin? Exactly. That's, where you're going? that's what I'm saying. Is this, is, this is literally where I'm going. So literally, this is the question the that I have. So what actually classifies a Tavirin? Because if what you're saying is that a Tavirin is anyone who does something at a time for the pattern to course correct, then there are way more fucking Tavirin in the story than just Matt Perrin and and Rand. How many of them do it without ever being near Rand, Matt, or Perrin, or someone who was near to them? This is my well, thinking again, when I when I when I mention like the, the gravitational waves geographically. Well, no, because it does. Because if you're having a rippling effect yeah. throughout the rest of the pattern, even if you yourself are not a Taviran, a Taviran of sufficient proximity at some point can still. It only takes the slightest pull on your thread to make you go to Saldea instead of going to the butterfly country to the right that I can't butterfly remember. Right. Sure. Yeah to, yeah, to go to another section of the borderlands, you know. So in some ways, it may only need to be the um, like shooting long range. If you've ever shot long range in a scope, aim small, miss mm-hmm. small comes because all you do is you move a fraction of a millimeter here, and it lands or, five feet or to if the, the wind right. Kicks up mm-hmm. just the so, right amount during yeah. the flight of your your ammo. Like it's it's annoying. yeah. Yeah. So who's to say that the all first right. meeting between Rand and Almon Bunt? isn't the pull of his Taviran that directs him to be there again when he meets Rand again. Um, and I very much right, like Morshadi's you... comparison because it's political, <laughs> it's intrigue, it's militaristic, and I never right? thought about yeah. it with Kyrian, and I fucking love you for it. <laughs> I love the idea that all that had to happen with Rand to weaken Kyrian politically is, to be vulnerable for invasion later. It, and it also I love it. it also that should be a whole other Rand's Taviran nature. It also speaks to how fucking smart Morshadi is. Goddamn sexy. Morshadi, you had a thing to say, you and you were very, very, Morshadi very... Morshadi is as sexy as something I read on Theoryland. Uh, but now I can't find it because I lost the page. Are I've you been still to, ready you know, with it? Or pull up a bunch of other things. But uh, they asked why there was actually uh, three Taviran in the two rivers and why three were needed because Rand is so powerful. And it was because the pattern needed to hide Rand. 
Oh shit! He who comes with the wine just so, dropped some knowledge. They were too. initially. Hmm. Oh yeah, I re- I vaguely remember either over here in the discussion Nicola... or somewhere where that was the thought that there were so many in the same spot because that's how they helped cloak how the creator or the pattern helped cloak Rand from being found immediately by the dark one. Because that well, was like one of the big questions: like, theory. oh, you can like you can intercept souls and put them in new bodies, but you can't find one dude born. Like, are you Ooh. serious? Well, so I I feel like that's actually a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? Because if Taviran nature can ebb and flow, and Rand has basically been dormant this entire time, oh, yeah, then why can, yeah, why can, would can I, one be? Can I bring? Can I bring to up? Go yeah, ahead and find why the, would there the, need to be two other Taviran to? Because to like, the story's not I mean, about. I feel like Rand. three Taviran that the are all flowing. I swear, yeah, if you're going to quote a tweet and say the story was about them all, I'm going to punch you in the dick. That's shit exactly what he was going to tweet or quote. The real like, treasure was the, the prince with No, that's it. That's it. Yeah, even RJ himself. It's just, you know, there's just a lot of shit. The, 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 <laughs> honestly, the, the first kind well, of. No, RJ himself even said. There's a lot in. You mean like Tom's There's a lot in the eye of the world that just kind of went. Yes. Yep. No. Honestly, again, when you find out about the writing of the first three books, the fact that the first one needed to be a one, one shot mm-hmm. coherent story, and then the first three, adding the two, the second and third, also needed to be a coherent yep. one shot story or a so coherent one shot trilogy. You now, was, ma- it now yeah. makes a lot of sense of RJ leaving a lot on the writing room floor. It was a DM wanting and it, and, to think about these things, but then actually getting his coherent. And if you don't believe us, set out story for after the third one into the fourth one. Is when you really and if you don't believe us, just pay attention to how the writing story. is in the first three books. It was a DM that did two one shots. Your party loved different. him and he didn't expect it. it was like, I, fuck, I gotta make a whole story. Alright. <laughs> yes. Well, two things with that. And then also... And then look at how the writing goes in the first six books and how it goes in the next Two things with that. That was the backup plan after being one shots was, well, it'll only be six books and then it was, you know, not Bella. Well, I'll the last there was a fourth Severin and it was Will Oh, Alstein, no, but two but okay. things with that. First off, as we've, got, his name was we've got D, you comes like with the line in our chat, which if you want to be a part of our live chat, you got to join our patron. It's like not even a dollar a month if you sign up for the annual plan. So I'm just saying, just throwing that out there. Uh, but... Uh, for the whole year. He who comes with the wine pointed out uh, that Rand needed to be Taviran from the beginning in order to fulfill the prophecies. That means it would have been impossible for Rand to fulfill the duties he needed to fulfill to save the world had he not been to Viren. Um well, so well, well here's here's the fucky wucky of it, right? You you have this there's, this there's scenario in the which soul I lost and it. then there's Tavirin. shit. I was there. Right, because the soul is the dragon reborn. And the dragon is always oh, reborn. I remember. But go ahead. But he's not reborn as a Taviran. He wasn't needing to be a Taviran until he was 19 and a, and a stupid boy. <laughs> Necessarily. Because, because 
Taviran ebbs and flows. And I remember what I was going to say. I have a friend who she's going through it for the first time. She's in book two. And she's like, oh my God, Rand is protected by so much plot armor. And I about lost my shit laughing because uh -huh. I was like, no, no, like, here's the thing. Robert Jordan? Yes. No. Yes. No, Rand did not. Rand did not have to be Taviran. Yes, the theory is that Gitara was Taviran. And without Gitara, Tigrain would have never gone to the waste and listen, then given listen, birth to listen, the Listen, 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 listen. A lot of his and without of Guitarra, Rand's, uh, would have ancestry, also never if you read it as well, look through the Sorry. eyes of his ancestry. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not see, joking. But okay. Look through the eyes of the ancestry that he goes through. You can kind of see a couple of his ancestors are kind of Taviran. Little minor ones. John DeWin, John DeWin was gathering all of the ale clans Listen, that no one could have in Fantastic, the best meme like, even. And he had like other ancestors that like were able There's to no like, greater to gather all these people and move them around. Like if you read it in such a, in, in a from a certain point of view, you can go, hmm. <laughs> oh, stop it. Okay, I mean, this, no, this would answer because, like, no. again, like the thing more no. was the answer. <laughs> you just got fame. But RJ's answer was that no one is born. Yes. Tavir. Mm -hmm. And you could that make, is... I, there, there is kind of like the loophole argument you could make that maybe Rand was before birth, but I think the Gitara uh, potentially being some degree of Tavirin may fit in a little bit easier. I'm not going to say better. But fits a little easier because it's those little nudges that have long lasting well, impacts. Because imagine what would happen to the story if Tigraine never went to the waste. Oh, yeah, somebody else would have had the dragon, not her. Well, so. that. Well, okay, what if so Moraine never went to the two rivers? Yeah. Well, somebody else would have probably found yeah. him and he would have made so his way. So, new question. And I think this is this is kind of an interesting and important one as far as this whole discussion is concerned. Can the drag based on what we've all what we've talked about of all of this? Can the dragon then being the uh thread in the pattern that is the most course correcting? Is the dark one actually correct? And the dragon can actually be turned? Or is that a a given Given that we have, and again, I am not necessarily even saying I completely agree with this, because I really don't. I actually am on the other side of this a lot. But if it's the pattern course correcting, and there is a point where people cannot uh, undo their programming by what the pattern needs them to do, is there a point where Rand can no longer turn to the dark because that would actually throw everything out of whack so hard that the pattern cannot let it happen? <sighs> because if Egwene passes a point of no return where she can't leave with Gawain and Galad and she's not actually even a Tavirian, okay. she's just being affected by one. Is there a point where the actual Taviran affecting them 
cannot so, make that so decision as well. I'm sure every philosophy major and professor are going to like just totally get off this episode because this is literally the central of 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 philosophy class. My my ex-wife's father is mm-hmm. or was a uh, philosophy professor at Valdosta State University. I don't know. I, he probably still is. I don't know. Um, but he used to talk about this kind of shit all the time. And that is the power of your choices. Some choices you make don't matter. Do I eat Apple Jacks for breakfast or do I skip breakfast? Seemingly does not matter in the moment. But what happens is, is that decision has a teeny tiny percentage of an effect on the next decision that you make. And then those effects will begin to stack, right? They begin to increase. They begin to multiply. Because I didn't have breakfast this morning, so I was a little bit grumpy. So I... I, was much more likely to be a bit more of a dick. And by the end of the day, I'm going, oh my God, it was such a bad day. And it was this and this and this and this this that happened. Was it? Maybe it was. And at any given time throughout my day, I could have stopped, removed myself from the situation and made an attempt to correct the problem that was caused by a seemingly unthreatening, unimportant decision, which was whether or not to have breakfast that morning. Um, now, Taviran, and, and Andrew kind of hit this earlier, where he was talking about, or Daniel and Andrew both kind of hit this earlier, where he was talking about, you know, yeah, you can have a baby drop from eight stories down and survive. Is that impossible? No, it's not impossible. It's highly mm-hmm. improbable. But mm-hmm. when a Taviran is in the mix... When a Taviran is influencing the outcome of that situation, the stats and the percentages and the chances of this happening go out of whack. They get all kinds of fucky. Things happen all kinds of weird. And it's in in this particular case, with this particular example, when Rand is running and not doing shit, it's the pattern getting all kinds of fucky and weird around him because he's actively going against what he quote unquote needs to be doing. And so the pattern is going to these extreme measures to find balance around the most influential character. So I would say that a Taviran is independent of the pattern and the pattern will correct around the Taviran until the Taviran person begins doing what they're supposed to do. Because later on in the story, when Rand is doing what he's supposed to be doing, you don't have a hundred weddings happening in a single day. You don't have a dude walking down the street and tripping over a rock and breaking his neck and dying. Because the pattern, because all is well in the pattern. All is well. Things are going the way they should be going. But when Rand, which I'm actually going to say this right now, hot take, Rand actually does have agency. It's just that the decisions he makes. That's my take all the time. 
his <laughs> the decision he makes will either make things easier or more difficult for him. And the same can be said in real life. If we make smart decisions, even if it's not the easy thing in the moment, even if it's the hard thing, if I make the decision to study for my test, if I make the decision to be honest when I know I fucked up, yeah, those are hard decisions. But in the long run, the consequences of those actions will be much better for me if I make correct decisions. And I feel like Taviran, and I'm actually going to reverse my statement on this because I feel like, Daniel, I'm, I'm kind of jumping in your corner right now because I feel like Taviran do have agency. The difference is that the consequences for those actions are extremely more impactful upon the world around them. If well, and this is this is think, I, I just uh, want to throw in. Oh, go ahead. Do you think? Because once once Ran has his come to the dragon moment on Dragon Mountain, bitch, that's huge. Come to and the dragon moment. He literally walks into food storehouses after that, where people say all the grain is spoiled, and he pulls it out, and it's not. Do you Nuh-uh. think that is the palin, the the palin, the pattern the balancing pattern. itself, the pattern with him because he resisted and pushed against it for so long that now that he accepts it, the pattern says, "Okay, I can kind of go with you and work in your favor." Y- yes, and thus the Taviran ability to Be- manipulate probability comes into play. Because you make bad decisions and the consequences are more dire. You make good decisions. My my statement that the consequences, because again, consequences can be negative or positive. John if I study for my test, says... the consequence of that action is that I got an A on my test. You can have good consequences. So when Rand is operating as the Dragon Reborn, as the the creator's champion, the consequences of those actions have a higher positive impact than, say, another person who is walking in the light or being a good person. Well, I mean, because I, that's I not to... Taviran. A Taviran is essentially an amplifier of consequence. I mean, so I, I asked that the way I did because if, if being Taviran ultimately comes down to whether intentionally or unintentionally being able to manipulate probability. It is literally the most powerful power you can have. What are the chances that I put my hand in a bag of all spoiled grain and come out with good grain? Yeah. Normally 0%. Yeah, yeah. Well, my severe nature allows me to manipulate probability. That's now 100%. Yeah. So we're getting into some uh, Schrodinger's. Well, I mean, no, it's 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 more of like a superpower kind of uh, concept. And people are like, oh, what superpower do you want? Like the best cop-out answer is the ability to manipulate probability. Mm-hmm. Because then True. you can make literally anything mm-hmm. happen. What's the chances that I jump off this building and fly? Oh, it was zero? I'm going to make that 100%. And Well, and that's the, the question. dropped it straight domino. Well, and, and that's a little bit of the question of if the probability is zero... Can you yeah, change it to and, 100%? And, and, if there's nothing to work with there, can you actually manipulate that probability? 
Because that's the thing about Rand is if you walk into an entirely spoiled silo of grain and there is no good grain in that silo and you stick your hand into a bag and the probability yeah, of you and that's actually bad grain is a hundred. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that, that I was going to say, I was going to say, how do you manipulate that probability? Things that I didn't like There's nothing about that to section manipulate. is because you make it a hundred percent like Ooh, him so coming makes it off a manipulation and making the apple sprout from the tree, right? That is a probability and just pushing down the pattern to make them grow, right? Him putting a hand in and spoiled grain and pulling it out, that's very water to wine. Like that's an, Im- that's an impossibility. Like you can't, you have to, there is a sure. process to make wine. You just don't change it from water to wine. And that was like the one thing I was like, mm, it's cool. It's very cool. But it's, it was like, yeah so okay so i will say this yeah i I will say that that's one the one cop out they looked at a bit of grain everything that they saw was spoiled it wasn't actually all spoiled and ram i meant i meant this uh, from a writing and again i didn't like it but also like you've got the character standpoint he needs more people to believe Um, in him and who he is to come to his side there you so the pattern's gonna bend work with him well it's it's also no i i agree but it's also an interesting thing because of course even if you have that situation (laughs) where if they look at the storehouse and the the inventory person is like bruh i just checked 12 out of our 15 (laughs) sacks of grain and 12 out of the 15 sacks were bad and then rand walks in and goes oh you haven't checked this one yet and pulls out good grain they're like yeah, that means we have. And then all of a sudden, all of them are green. Because at best. that point, like yeah. what he's saying is, you didn't the, the other thing you just the other luck of the draw grabbed one of the ones right, that hadn't gone good. bad yet. Which means that like they've now. <laughs> but they've you now don't know that he didn't change anything. We don't know <laughs> that he did. We don't know that he didn't. And breaking the one, we don't know. the one other mechanic that he said there, there's no time travel. It, except for the whole Balefire thing, right? Where it's that actually just moving back some thing. things because of the thread. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, we know that the, the sack of grains have already been destroyed. Now, are you saying that you are, you've time-traveled the grain to be good now because, like, you've pushed that back? Like, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, my... My my thinking on that, yeah. like specifically, because okay, a num we're we're using examples from post Revelation Rand when Rand becomes Bodhisattva. The, the dragon is dragon is, is, the, is of the is land, the land. in yeah. tune with the pattern. He is one with the pattern. And the pattern he is, is one with the pattern, him. and the pattern is with him. He comes down. He comes down from the mountain and immediately apples start sprouting on the trees. Now, it just goes to show you if you're not confident in who you are, shake your fist at the sky hard enough and loud enough and suddenly you'll be fine. (laughs) I I want to kind of hit on what Andrew was saying. We're talking about as a superpower, being able to uh, manipulate probability. I don't think... Excuse me. Hiccup. <clears throat> I don't think... That's how you know he's about to tell an untruth. Rand could manipulate probability. 
but I think this is exactly the same kind of uh, scenario that Matt had when he first learned of his of how his Taver Taveran ability manifests, which is I flip a coin and it lands on its edge. I flip a coin and it lands heads when I want it to. I flip a coin and it lands tails when I want it to. These are the Aes Sedai that are using the Tirangriol. Yes. And then Matt, when he learns about this and he begins throwing dice, he goes, I really, really need to win right now, but I don't need to win that much. Oh, look, I got a winning roll, but it's not a great winning roll. But prior to that, he throws, he can throw five crowns repeatedly, or he can throw the dark one's eyes repeatedly. He has the ability to say, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I have well, to have. That's not my rating. And those of kinds powers. of things happen. To me, he surrenders control. Because remember, when he's walking he, around he trying starts... to find the right end deliberately, he fails every time. So it's not but when he, he surrenders stops... and says, fuck it, I'll just go. He well, and you're he pointing stops at playing Andrew dice. like he just like made your well, point for you. But I don't know about that shit. Like I'm pointing he... at the viewer. He stops playing dice because of how easy they are to no, manipulate. No, he stops. He starts playing... playing cards because it's harder to manipulate the game. I, mm. I think he wins and gets more of what he wants playing dice because Tom teaches him how to cheat. I think we're getting unreliable. I don't disagree with that statement. Here's in some, not every, but in some cases, because Tom, if you can spot how to cheat, generally speaking. You know how to cheat. Well, it's also okay. This is the thing that I think about Matt, and we're gonna. We're gonna doesn't have he do it to show that one? Not to cut you off, but that same innkeeper where he finally finds his way to an inn worthwhile. Doesn't he show the innkeeper how to do yes. it by doing mm -hmm. it? And he's like, "But I, but he actually didn't use loaded dice. It was a bit of a bluff yeah. on his part using the the guy's dice." Yes. So. So Matt actually very clearly his says hands are fast as fuck, boy. that he does not cheat. He also says that he wins more than he loses, but he absolutely never says, I can make the dice do what I want. He's just lucky enough that it's not fun anymore. He wins so much more than he loses that when he goes to play cards with the nobles, <laughs> There's less luck in cards. And therefore, yes. his luck doesn't ambiently affect the card. Because but it's not because he's, he's less sitting likely there. likely to manipulate no. them. He's less likely to manipulate them without actually trying to manipulate them. Because Matt doesn't walk in and say, I need five crowns. Boom, five crowns. He walks in and he says... I'm going to start playing dice. I need dice. to make money. No, he says, I'm going to start playing dice. And then he does make money over and over again. And at some point he determines that he can make money playing dice because he wins a lot more than he loses. But it's not because he walks in and he says, oh man, I need to no. make money. It's absolutely and, that and he is lucky. Not that he can the make roof mistress. himself lucky. The roof mistress has pointed this out with the Hinderstep mayor. He challenges the mayor of Hinderstep to a competition of dice, but he loses a little bit 
to try and load up more. And he straight up says, I need to lose. I need to lose. I need to, oh, uh, but I need to win a little bit. But now I need to, I need to give them hope. I need to make them, I need to hook them. I need to make them think that they're going to win all this. And then. Hang on, hang on one second. Does anybody else hear that? Yeah. Do, 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 do. I don't know where it's coming from. And now it's coming from either. It's it's almost like somebody's like tapping on on something. It's like doom 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 doom. Nope. That's the weirdest anyway. thing. All right. Sorry. Okay. No, I was hearing it too. It's okay. Anyway, anyway, but he has the ability. He doesn't necessarily have the ability to say, "Aha, I want uh, four crowns and a one." Ka-ding! He doesn't necessarily have that ability that I know of. But. He does have the ability to say, this is what I need. And in this particular case, with the mayor of Hinderstep, he does say to them straight up, I need more supplies than what they're giving me. So I need to get them on the hook. I need to show them this treasure. I need to get them hooked. I need them to buy into this so that I can get as many supplies as possible. And the stakes are so high, but he's Taviran and he knows what he needs, and he's able to look at the uh, the situation and say, "This is what I need." So he comes with the line, uh, brought up the point that that I was going to bring up that Matt's luck isn't necessarily in a way where he can determine exactly what happens. It always works out in simply his favor which just like the broad phrase of manipulate probability is very powerful working you know i want things to when i want to always work out in my favor is just as powerful because it doesn't mean it has to work out overwhelmingly or barely in your favor and it's the same kind of luck that we see placed um whenever he narrowly dodges or falls or trips or slips to avoid being assassinated uh, when he just happens to like miss with a right hook, but catch a, um, the, the golem in the face with the medallion. So now they're like, oh, okay, you do have a weakness. Ah, gotcha. Um, so all this stuff happens in his favor to varying degrees. Now I think, I think Matt augments his proclivity for things going his way, which is the best way he understands it, with what he learns from Tom with sleight of hand. I think both of these aspects work in conjunction with each other. So if it's a situation where maybe Matt, no matter what Matt does, he can't kind of cheat his way into winning, like playing cards, maybe he just can't force it to happen, then maybe some of his luck into severe nature, if what he's doing is on a track that ultimately benefits the pattern's path to balance, to rebalancing itself, then it happens. Because there are times where Matt says, I really need this to happen for what I want. And it doesn't happen. And he's like, what's going on with my luck? Why is my luck broken? What the fuck is happening? And then the dice start Because what he's trying to do doesn't... Yeah, because what he's trying to do doesn't march in step with a direction... The pattern is trying to push him to and when his decision locks him into a, a path that is going to be positive for himself and or the pattern's direction that it's trying to nudge him into uh like he comes with the wine set and like we've talked about the dice stop 
That is a really and he good always point. goes, oh shit. And sometimes he knows but what I, it is, I, and sometimes yeah. he doesn't. That's a good yeah. point. And when the dice stop thundering, sometimes it's a good thing that happened, and sometimes it's mm-hmm. not. And he knows he needs to be fucking ready for some shit. Yeah. Put in his trauma plate. Oh, God. Okay. You know what? This is a subject I think we could talk about all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And... I love it. I love this. is one of those things that Robert Jordan wrote so well, um, because and it's one of those things that it, it's it's so much fun to really chew on when you're reading the books. Is what's what's happening? We don't know. Yes, it on first glance, on first read, you look at these people and you go, "Yep, that's plot armor. That's just plot armor, plain and simple." But as we read through again and again, and we look at these kinds of situations, we go. God damn. No, there's there's some depth to this. This is not a simple... Well, okay, it is a simple writing technique. But <laughs> he does a really good job of surrounding that with uh, viable story uh, meat to give it a good uh, plausibility. Oh, yeah. Give it a good story give it a meat. Good story meat. More shoddy. Yeah. I want to say specifically to you, thank you for being here. Um, lo- we always love having you on the show. We always love having you in the chat as well. Round us out. Give us your final thoughts. What What's going on? What the heck is this? Say it. Just spin it. Uh, the pattern is just one big toolbox, and the Tavarin are just, you know, Small little to wind nuts that are ever that that ever everything's an just being screwed wrench. around. They're just a, it's a bunch of tools in a box, bro. Who oh. just tells you tools in a box, I bro? Just like that video I watched last night. Every, everybody's uh, spinning around a maypole, and uh, <laughs> everyone just you know go up and down tools Rand's pole. All right, that's it. All we are are tools in the box. Does that mean that Rand is the 10 millimeter Rand is triggered by that uh, song. Ratchet? Do not sing that around Rand. That we can't find? Yeah. yeah. That's, he's the 10 millimeter And is the yeah. 10 millimeter socket. Yes! Daniel. Oh, wait, were you done? But just, like, but just like with the 10 millimeter socket, whenever we lose it, there's always going to be another one we have to go buy. <laughs> Daniel, final thoughts. <laughs> my final thoughts you always find them stuck between three allen keys so my final thoughts on this are uh you can't have one without the other uh and that is to say that if you think the pattern is forcing people to do things then it's forcing everyone to do them and if you don't think the pattern is forcing people to do things then it's forcing none of them to do it and i will die on this mountain forever because I hate people who say that Rand, Matt, and Perrin uh, don't get to do any then of their own stuff. Then you will die braver stuff. than most. Uh, and yet, Egwene and Nynaeve and Moraine and Lan and Gawain and Galad and all of these people are absolutely, oh. you know, dope characters because they get to make their own decisions and all of their accomplishments are their own. I absolutely think, especially after this discussion, that if you think it's one, then you think it's one for all of them. And if you think it's the other, then you think it's the other for all of them. Because cherry picking your decisions about who can and who can't 
is absolutely circular logic that does not work. Only a Sith deals in absolutes, Daniel. Well, then call me a Sith, which is way more fun. <laughs> We've got Darth D Daniel. Oh yeah, Andrew. Oh, don't, just don't oh, don't be that's don't that's be mad that Tavarin's run on ChatGPT. All right. Heyo. It should not. It should not then. Um, calling something a logical fallacy doesn't make it a logical fallacy. <laughs> um, when you're working in a world where you have variable degrees of things that need to happen or should happen for a core goal of balance and a return to balance, you can have variable degrees, just as you have varying degrees of air pressure, varying degrees of sea pressure, varying degrees of gravitational influence just like Taviran can enact and experience varying degrees of free will. Because for one to exist, the other must also exist, or you can't tell the difference between them. So, that being said, I believe that you do have instances where Tavir, the people who do wind up being Taviran have free will. But when they're acting as Taviran, they don't have the free will or the free agency. Because it's almost like that's yeah, they exactly may be what I decisions. was saying about everybody. And that was my point. No, From you said only one can exist or the Correct. other can exist. I'm saying they can both exist simultaneously. Because nope. if Taviran can make yeah. their decision sometimes and are caused to make their decision other times, then the pattern also makes other people make decisions that help the pattern and other Taviran without allowing them to have free will sometimes and have free will other times. So not all their accomplishments are also their own, but not all of their accomplishments are the patterns. That's what I'm saying. You can't say one so, group gets all free oh, will, yeah, none free will, or some <laughs> free will without saying that everybody else also gets that same amount of free will. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I can because the pattern is not absolutely lockstep uniform the entire way through. It's not. It's simply not. It physically cannot be lockstep I, all the way through. Or every time Rand turns right to do something for the pattern to restore balance, then everybody that doesn't hate Rand would turn in lockstep and do something for the balance. That's and they not. That's Sean Chan go completely opposite to the counter of This is Andrew's last words. I didn't call it a logical fallacy. I pointed out the flaw in the logic. But <laughs> that being said, I think they can both absolutely exist at the same time. It depends on your proximity to those anchor points, to those gravity wells of Taviran. Because if the tavern, uh, Taviran doesn't need to reach out all the way to Sean Chan to affect something to go its way right then and there, it's not going to. So whenever the Taviran are in the midst of being needed for the pattern, whether it is they themselves that are forced in a direction or the rest of the pattern bending towards them, pushing them in a direction, they don't have free will. They may think they do. They may think they can make a lot of choice in a certain direction. It doesn't matter if you think you can go left or right. If your only actual physical ability is to go straight, then you're only going straight. It's a simple matter of reality. So I agree with Morshadi's original point. Uh, Taviran, when acting as Taviran, do not have free agency, while others, by varying degrees of their proximity and need to do anything in regards to the pattern, will have varying degrees of free will. And when the Taviran aren't acting on it, um, then maybe everyone has free will if there's no other Taviran acting in other areas that impact it as well. 
So that's it. I have. I I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Choice is, and I think, and and you guys in the comments below, let us know who you agree with. Let us know what your your perspectives on this issue is. But I will say, I believe that I'm kind of a middle ground here because I I love choice and consequence as a as a as a topic of discussion. Um, I tell my kids that the road to happiness is paved with choices that give them the most options. Because here's the thing. You can make choices, and those choices have consequences. Some of those choices will limit future options significantly. Some of those choices do not limit future options at all. It doesn't matter. Which is why I told them that, I'm sorry, your high school grades don't matter one bit. Nobody in the professional world is going to go, what 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 grades did you get in high school? So when people are like, your high school grades, you matters, it matters, it matters. No, it doesn't. What matters is your ability to study, your ability to stay on task, your ability to learn, and your ability to make those things viable. So that when you move into future endeavors, you have more opportunities and options available to you because you have the ability to study and learn. Now, you have people that get straight A's that hone in on one ta talent, one ability, and guess what? The consequences of their choices are limited. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. But when you talk about choice and consequence, you can make choices that will advance you, choices that will give you more opportunities, or you can make choices that will limit future opportunities. If I make the choice to go out and do meth and make the choice to do meth a bunch of times and be addicted to meth, guess what? My choices in the future are severely limited until I can get out of that addiction cycle. That's how it is. That's reality. When it comes to Taviran, I do believe Taviran have agency. Taviran can say, I will go over here. Taviran can kick against the pricks, as it were. However, the consequences for those actions are paid for in such extremes that it behooves them to follow the route that they are supposed to follow. So do they have agency? I'm trying to convince Absolutely. them with one of my favorite words, asshole. Yeah. You know behoove is one of my favorite I got you. words. I got you, son. I got you, son. How but that's, you? that's it. You know what? You make your own decisions. You tell us. You tell us. What did we get right? What did we get wrong? Give us all your best well actually in the comments. Make Sexy More Shoddy proud. Sexy More Shoddy, thank you so much for being here. Always, always, always a pleasure to have you. And because we're recording on a new platform tonight, there is a very good chance that we'll lose this episode as well. And you still won't have been a guest on the Black Tower podcast. But that's I mean, okay. So far, so far I'm 50-50, <laughs> so... Thank we'll you all for being here. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for supporting us, really, uh, sincerely. Uh, hitting the subscribe button, hitting the thumbs up button, 
subscribing on our Podbean, all those things help us more than you know, and we sincerely appreciate it. We are so happy that you guys listen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being an amazing person. Thank you so much for conducting yourselves professionally while we give you your weekly dose of taint. And we hope that wherever you are, you're just a little bit more insane than you were when you first started. From all of us here at the Black Tower, my name is Josh, and I have been your Sorovand Mahale. And I know that we always agree on the same point of view here. At the we, Black we always fully agree always on everything. Do. Well, we don't. I do love it whenever <laughs> Daniel and I don't agree because it is some of the best debate discussion uh, that I get to have. It is. Because I don't get to have a lot of it. It's good. Um, not a it lot of people good. debate. I actually just don't know a lot of people. So I stay <laughs> off of Twitter. So, yeah. But Daniel never fails to, never fails to impress uh, with the debate. And at the end of the day, for anybody that thinks that we do hate each other. Oh, God. Um, no. You're right. We do absolutely despise each other. Um <laughs> Every day of the yesterday, not yet. No, we love each other. No, we hate um, we hate guy. each other every um, Tuesday, and then every other day. <laughs> <laughs> we just we both we love debating love each it. other. And we get very yes, passionate about it. That's true. Um, but I am your Bajan Mahal Andrew, and before we bring Daniel to close it out, more shoddy like we do with every guest. Where can the people find you if they like to? And as I understand it, you recently were a guest on another podcast. Oh, yeah. I know you shared it in our Discord. I Guests was on uh, podcast. I haven't got to listen to it yet. It's so. good. Yeah, yeah, I listened yeah. to I it. Was, it was good. I, I was just recently on the They Might Be Dark Friends podcast uh, for the episode five Particle Man podcast, talking about uh, just the talking about the old times and feeling like an old man on Twitter at time. So you know, all three of you would appreciate the uh episode hey 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 i represent that i still remember whenever my copy of fires of heaven was on 16 floppy disk yeah i remember when you loaded up twitter on your computer with a laser disk i remember when the only tweets we had on the monitor came from the blue jay that landed on my field i definitely don't remember i remember the first time i looked up blue waffle no! <laughs> no! <laughs> More shoddy does not speak for this anyway, podcast. No, he does not. Uh, there, anyway, that was great and fun shoddy. time. Nope. Nope. Thank you, thank you, thank here. you. Thank you for the buffet. <laughs> uh, great podcast. Please go and listen to them. And there was some great talk about accessibility in the Twitter time, uh, Twitter time universe and also just in general. Uh, but you can find me at, on Twitter at, at more underscore shoddy. Uh, I, from there or more shoddy anywhere else um you know and i just say thank you guys for having me both in the chat and on stream all the time uh and i would like to say daniel i always appreciate our discussions (laughs) and just and i have said this many 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 times before if i were to start a podcast you would be the person i'd want to start in terms in terms of a wheel of time podcast Maybe we'd only have one episode. But that's, I, <laughs> okay, everybody, this is a campaign right now to peer pressure Morshadi into coming to the Gathering Madness in October. He's already also been like, true. oh, work, I, I, time I off, I, money. Eh. Oh, right. Ugh. I need you all to go in there. I need you all to come, first of all. 
We need you to come go to the gathering go find go find October fourteenth at Evermore Park in Pleasant Grove, Utah. You do not want to miss. And I need you to to tag more shoddy every time you buy a plane ticket or get on our website and get our hotel because we do have a, a hotel block, hotel room block. Every time you do that, I need you to tag more shoddy and let him know that you're going to be at the gathering madness. Hey, more shoddy, how about I come pick you up? And we drive down to the gas on his bike. On his bike. You. You're gonna ride I on Daniel's told bike. Hey, I'm not gonna ride on your bike the entire way to Utah. B, I'm not your bike coach. I never said Bro, you I want were. I want to see this so bad now. Dumb and dumber. I just want to see Straight Daniel up. roll up on the on because you have a ninja, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to see Daniel roll up on the ninja more shoddy, like just cutter up on his back. Just. Can you even put a sidecar on a ninja? I'm no. sure we could figure With enough it welding out. and duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh man, Lord Almighty! Daniel, we're gonna make this out. happen. No. Give Indeed. us your final thoughts, buddy. My final thoughts are: thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you both, uh, all three of you. Uh, Josh and I end up being a little bit more in lockstep than everybody else, which is boring. <laughs> So thank you for being here to actually make the podcast interesting for actually having really well put together logical thoughts that we can then talk about and, and actually make good content about because you are both very good debaters and you both bring receipts and it is very enjoyable to go ahead and do this with all of you every Tuesday. Uh, if you are not currently listening on Tuesdays to the live episodes, get your butt to Patreon. A uh, dollar a month is all it takes to go ahead and listen live. And then you can listen to all of these things as they happen and send us pictures of sidecars in our chat. Um, other than that, you guys are yes! awesome. Yes! <laughs> you guys are awesome uh, and we are so happy to have you guys here thank you for being here this morning and in case we don't see you again good afternoon good evening and good